All righty. Uh, jam-packed today. Uh, Rich Palmer, Carol Liebman, and uh, we will uh, lead off right here with uh, Mr. Jonathan Bell, uh, the founder of the great uh, Bell Law Group. Uh, nobody does it better than John as far as uh, employment-type situations. Labor attorney extraordinary. It is so great to have him back. I feel like I haven't spoke to you in a year. I know that's that can't be the case, my friend. I want to wish you a very happy new year, and welcome back. Thanks a lot, Jay. Yes, missed you, missed being on the show. Glad to be back. I hope you had a great holiday season and new year, and looking forward to uh, getting back into it. Indeed, indeed. A lot of people ask me, where's Bell? Where's Bell? I said, don't worry about it. He's coming on. <laughs> and uh, and why not uh, today, after the latest news, uh, John, regarding the governor vetoing the Grieving uh, Families Act, I believe that is uh, the second time uh, that has occurred there. Uh, but uh, th- that is uh, the case. Uh, you know, it's kind of a blow to families uh, that have been living and struggling uh, with a type of loss, uh, a staggering one. And uh, give me a sense of all this, uh, again, vetoed again by this governor. Sure, Jay. So, yeah, she vetoed it on December 29th, 2023, and that's the second time she vetoed it. She also vetoed it earlier in the year, January 31st, 2023. And it's really upsetting because for a living, I represent people uh, parents who lost sometimes they lost children or a spouse say a husband or wife in different situations where they were literally killed by someone else's negligence and then when they come to bring suit I mean everybody wants their, their significant other back, God forbid their child back, but in the law the only thing that we could do is sue for money damages so that when they come to my office, I sometimes have to have a very uncomfortable conversation explaining to them that the way the law is now, the wrongful death statute, you could only recover money for lost wages Jeez. and conscious pain and suffering that the person that was killed endured. And then there's some funeral expenses or things of that nature. So basically, in New York, there's no recovery, none, for the surviving family members' mental and emotional anguish. None. So a parent, again, could lose a child. The child makes no money. Let's say it was an instant death. There was no pain and suffering involved, or very minimal. This case is not worth anything at all. So basically, you're devaluing people's lives. If if I'm a lawyer, God forbid I pass away, and then the same same exact accident happens with the teacher— that teacher's life is is worth less than mine, and that's not the way that it should be. Believe it or not, Jay, New York is only one of three states that has it this way. The other ones are Alabama uh, and Delaware. All the other states allow for this type, these types of damages. So it's really inexcusable for this law to be vetoed. Obviously, you have the proponents, you have the insurance companies, claiming premiums are going to go up. You have the doctors and the hospitals saying they can't afford it as is. But how is New York only one of three states? How was it that 47 other states were able to figure it out? I don't get it. Uh, I really don't. Uh, You know, I can never figure out Kathy Hochul. I I kind of did as a lieutenant governor when she was lieutenant governor. Um, You know, she'd make the rounds. She'd come on this program pretty much weekly. 
And now, speaking of weekly, that's how the office is being held up in Albany. Uh, I can't figure this out. When this when this bill passes, uh, folks, it passed both the New York State Assembly and the New York State Senate. And I'm talking about 90% support here. For a second time in two years, I, I, I don't understand the mindset. I, I Honestly, I don't. Um, usually, you know, you, you, you get you get some dissent as far as uh, both sides of the aisle and everything else. The bickering and everything else can't get it done. Here you had 90, 90% support, John. So I, what, what, what is the overall reasoning here, then? Jay, I have no idea. I, 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 uh, I, I it, it, it was shocking. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a trial lawyer here in New York State. This is something that we thought was definitely going to pass. Uh, you know, not to get too political here, but usually, uh, it's Republicans are very much into tort reform, and we understand their arguments, and Democrats are not, and they're very pro trial lawyers. Hochul is a Democrat. Um, it was it, it was very shocking. Now I understand there's fair and unfair, but I mean, based upon a, a human being's life, and the, like I said, the fact that New York was only one of three, how could you not compensate a parent for the loss of their child due to some third party's negligence? How is it that a drunk driver could uh, go on the wrong side of the road, get into an accident, end up killing a child? And the parent who's suffering greatly not be able to be compensated for their mental and emotional anguish. I, there's, there's, and Hochul acknowledges that something needs to be done. But this is the second time it's vetoed. It's been already limited once. You gotta get to the table. You can't just Florida. leave it as it is, as is. As you know, Jay, I've spoken to you in the past about some cases that we've handled, like, the case that's currently going on, uh, Deb Scott, who lost her child to a bouncer who acted irrationally and, and basically killed. This guy was like an MMA guy. He killed yeah. my he yeah. killed my client, uh, killed him, you know, fairly uh, uh, quickly. And now I'm representing the mother. He wasn't working at the time, and she. I talked to her often, and she is emotionally suffering as a result of what's happening here. Well, I'll tell you, I'm talking to John Bell, Bell Law Grove. I am furious, absolutely furious with this regarding the Grieving Families Act bill that was vetoed for the second time. So, folks, basically, uh, in this state of New York, families can receive damages and compensation commensurating with what the deceased would have earned had they lived. No recourse for families that have lost a child or elderly relative if the deceased was a a low-wage earner. Can you imagine this? I mean, you know, I, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm running out of words. I'm running out of words, okay? I'm running out of words here for this governor. And there's a reference in what I was reading to the great McMorris family who we have had on several times after the death of their son, Andrew, Killed by a drunken driver of a slug in 2018, this Thomas Murphy. Can you imagine this? Elisa and John, who've been on my show, um, think about them. Think about them. Losing a child to a drunk. And the torture, mentally, that they have to go through daily. 
and this governor just squashes, squashes something here. There's, there's almost like there, there's no compassion. None. Zero. In this act of a veto. There's none. John, I'm sorry to go off. I apologize. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. And it's also, to be honest with you, it's discriminatory. It's discriminatory against generally women, uh, 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 children, uh, elderly, minorities. It is. It's basically saying that based upon earning data, and, and you know, uh, the facts are is that white males have been known to earn generally more. Uh, it's devaluing their life if they're killed based upon someone else's negligence, whether it be medical malpractice, drunk driver, whatever it might be. And it's just not fair. It's just not fair. It's not fair. And there's got to be recourse here. I mean, to give an explanation that the bill would kind of uh, alter, you know, fundamentally alter the legal framework for wrongful death claims in New York, uh, by expanding the types of damages that may be recovered, expanding the class of persons who may recover such damages, and extending the statute of limitations. Does she ever consider the mindset of one as far as family members and the loss that they go through every damn day of their lives? I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. When you have support of your Senate, and your assembly, and you take this upon yourself to squash it. It's unbelievable. This dictatorial sense that we have going in this in this society, and these states governed by these types of individuals. You know what? Uh, the only way to fix. I'm not drawing John into a political situation. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Because the point of the whole situation is that she vetoed something here, um, and and no compassion at all for family members who have gone through the pain, rigorous pain, on a daily basis. It's it's unconscionable. Is there any recall? I know she vetoed it and everything else. Are there any overrides that could take place based on some situations involved here? There's got to be some redrafting, some renegotiation. It took about a year to get back on her desk. I anticipated it'll be the same thing. So uh, uh, I don't, I don't think that we're going to see this again uh, until until about a year from now, maybe it's maybe such a, uh, December, January timeframe. It's such an antiquated law, and you're impacting so many people, so many human beings, kids, and seniors, women, people of color. Uh, undervalued in our society, and to put this upon them, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's just wrong. I'm sorry. It's wrong. It's completely wrong. And I think of the McMorris family I, as I read the piece, and, and it's just so wrong, man. I'll tell you, John. I know yeah, you, you work. You got those, those those tennis players that everybody knows of. Uh, yes, uh, in Jerica. Uh, for, that's an uh, excellent in, in point. I mean, say, and and the Falkowitzes, absolutely. Sure. Oh my goodness, those two 14, that's a great job, John. Think about those two tennis players coming back from a tournament. 
Again, money will never bring them back. We no. understand that, but the fact of the matter is that their life was not was not worth much. It's just uh, exactly. Uh, it's it's like like you said, it's unanticipated you know, it, and it's not right. It's it's not about the the valuation of the dollars to be attached. It's about the valuation of mindset of remembrance, so that at least. One did not lose their life in vain. Which is something that Kathy Hochul doesn't think about here. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I'm going to be on the horn to Albany today. I, 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 I'm going to demand something here. I don't know what, but this is absolutely disgusting. Uh, John? Of course, of course, Jay. How often do you see... Ninety uh, percent agreement uh, on a bill. Never exactly. By bipartisan, ninety percent. You never see that. Exactly. One party rule. I talk about it all the time. One party rule is destroying the state of New York. And when you have a ninety percent number of support, okay, of support here, and the governor does as she as she wishes. I'm sorry. There's something wrong. There's something wrong with that. It can't be. I'm sorry. Something's got to be done. We are going to see to it. After I'm done with the show today, uh, I will be on the phone uh, in uh, vigorous fashion here. Uh, John Bell, uh, we thank you for bringing this to our attention, and I look forward to many more conversations with you in 2024. And yes, I do as well, Jay. And just one more thing for your audience, because I always like to let them know of, of recent changes in the law. Yes. Minimum wage went up from 15 to $16 an hour. That's in uh, New York City, Long Island, and Westchester. The rest of the state went up to $15 an hour. Just so everyone knows, if you're an employer, you have minimum wage workers. Make sure you make that adjustment. You want to steer clear of any type of lawsuits, and employees should know your rights as well. That's an excellent point. You brought that up as you normally do. Are you getting any pushback as far as employers are concerned? Uh, and and listen, there's going to be complaints. Businesses uh, might have a tough time. I look at I, I look at the pizzerias and everything else. My goodness, uh, we're going to see elevation in prices beyond belief. But in essence, have you gotten a lot of negativity regarding this? So not not much. I think. Uh, listen, times are obviously tough uh, due to inflation, but people also understand employees as well are, are are feeling it. So I haven't haven't gotten any calls. I think strangely, it didn't really get as much press as it normally does. So my fear is that again, employers may not be aware, employees may not be aware. So I'm trying to spread the word through great programs like yours, so people could make that adjustment before it's too late. Yeah. No question about it. And, uh, you know, listen, I, I, I am all for people earning more money in these types of times, without question. Uh, but I also think of the business owner, too, what they're going through. Uh, and there's got to be a give and take somewhere down the line. I don't know what it is, but uh, in essence, uh, that's what we're going to be going through. John Bell, uh, from the uh, the great uh, founder of the Bell Law Group, bellg.com, check it out. Uh, I always say one of the great labor attorneys in this country, uh, employment attorney extraordinaire, Mr. Jonathan Bell. So good to have you back in the fold, sir. Great talking to you, Jay. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.